this a JoJo's reference? Thank Episode you. 35. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you're back, too. Yeah? Yes. Well, I'm glad that you're glad I'm back. Good. Are you glad that I'm glad that you're glad I'm back? We're not continuing this chain. This is excessive. Fantastic. <laughs> wow, I sound like a bitch. <laughs> no, you sound like a reasonable person. <laughs> All right. So we have a couple of urban legends in these these filler episodes, which are not, like, pointless. Yeah, I'd say they're more... You called them filler last time. I'd say they're more world-building. Well, the last episode is 100% filler. Yeah. But, but I it's would, funny. Yes, it was a very good episode. <laughs> the best of these five. Um, but yeah, I would call these, like, world-building, because we get, like, a little bit of plot. Mm-hmm. We get, uh, boy, I, I thought fucking Road was a good name for a character. Uh, we meet, uh, your boy Skin. Yep. I, uh, fucking JoJo of this anime. Uh, no, we'll get to that in two episodes. Um, oh, true. <laughs> but, true. So, is that his actual name or are these, like, nicknames you get? Because if so, I want to join, uh, the clan of Noah. Like, I want, um, I want a cool fucking nickname. Those are their actual names. Mm. So, we, we've we now met the three that we, like, focused on at that, like, dinner scene in the um, Rewinding City arc. Mm-hmm. Road, Skin, and Tiki. Tiki. Okay. That was the third um, one. Yeah, Tiki's, like, the the skinny dude. A solid third place name, gotta say. Yeah. His His name, well, his full name is Tiki Mick. Does yeah, that bump still. it up? Mm. Okay. Um, I as far as I remember, Skin's name is just Skin. Yeah, um. what the fuck more do you need? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> at that point. Um. All right. So. So, uh, fucking episodes fourteen and fifteen. Kanda's still a dick. The dickiest. He's, he's so awful. He's, like, insufferable. He's been tolerable, I think, and just, like, kind of mean-spirited in previous episodes. He's just, like, off... He, like, is off the handle these two episodes. He just... He just wants people to dislike him. Like, it's a... Yeah. These two episodes go beyond just, like... Oh, I don't care what people think of me. I want to do what I want to, like... No, fuck you. Yes. Like, you specifically, the per like, in front of me? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. It, uh. um, and, like... So, in these two episodes, the there's a dad and his daughter, and they're trying to... Well, the dad is trying to bring his son who died in a fire back to life with these things called the leaves of revival Mm -hmm. um based on um like nordic mythology i think yeah there's like a myth that this the leaves from this tree in this town can bring the dead back to life and that's why it's Mm -hmm. causing and also this tree is causing like violent weather changes like snowstorms to uh heat waves in the blink Mm -hmm. of an eye um, mm-hmm. To pre- like prevent people from getting too close to it. Yeah, and 
he's totally willing to sacrifice uh, what is apparently his second favorite child to get that leaf because we literally start like episode 14, five, six minutes in, they're just both lying unconscious in the middle of a snowstorm. Yep. Because this father-daughter duo is out traveling. She's just worried about her father's health, whereas he's just like, gotta, gotta, uh... Need that leaf? Gotta, gotta revive the good kid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, Alan is just kind of there in these episodes, being observed Mm -hmm. by Lavi and Bookman. Mm -hmm. Conda and Lavi are, like, the dynamic duo of, of these episodes, because they actually go and, like, retrieve the innocence. Yes, Lavi's still, uh, just top-tier gremlin. Yep. Drawing on Alan's face while he's sleeping. Yes. Alan's face, the finder's face when they're heading back, like, Mm -hmm. everyone gets drawn on. Yes. Nobody Um, is safe. No one is safe. Is this what they teach you when you're training to become a bookman? You just gotta write on everything you can? Oh, yeah, you gotta keep track of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Skin is also trying to get to the the Leaves of Revival, which is, like, spoilers, an innocence piece. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we kind of know at this point, if it's an urban legend... It's innocence. Like, it's... I Also, storytelling-wise, it, it, it's gotta be innocence. Like, unless they're gonna throw in, like, a another kind of magic or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, it's not a natural phenomenon. I can totally see down the road if they do a story where, like, uh, nope, there's actually nothing going on here. Like, it's just the friends you made along the way. Like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, no, you're literally having, like, violent weather shifts in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Clearly there's some fuckery going on. Yeah. Uh, um. We get... Oh, yeah, they're they're walking through the snow at the beginning of episode 14. Mm-hmm. And they find the dude and his daughter, like, face down in the snow, passed out or whatever. Yes. Lavi and Alan are like, oh, let's get them back. And Bookman, like, oh, let's get them back. Like, we need to take care of them. Conda, true Bostonian, I am not cold. I am not coming with you. (laughs) It's not even cold, Um, though. What are you guys doing? It's not even cold. I'm wearing shorts. (laughs) He's holding an iced coffee. (laughs) Um, We got our first... Uh, thing that reminds me of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure of the set of five mm-hmm. episodes. We get a Yare Yare from... Was it Road who said it? Or was no, it... No, it was uh... Lavi. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got one of those. Not like the full Jotaro catchphrase, so it just gets like a... Hey, I recognize that from Jojo's. Yeah. I know that's um. just the words for the thing. The saying in Japanese. But Jotaro said it a lot. And clearly Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is the first anime ever from which all animes were born. Yeah. That's the premise. The bit. Yeah. Of course. Um. <laughs> so they get to the cave. And they have to fight these Akuma. Mm-hmm. 
everyone just kind of runs off, scampers off to take a break. Yeah, these Akuma are getting real uh, interesting designs. <laughs> Anime gets away with too much. Yeah, was this show for kids? No. Like, was this on... Is this one on fucking Saturday morning? I, actually, no, I would hope not. You have literal fucking demons crawling inside people's mouths. Yeah, no, this you was sh- not a Saturday morning anime. Yeah, this wasn't on, like, after your Dragon Ball or whatever. Yeah, no. That's for the best. Because <laughs> parents would have been fine with uh, your reincarnated loved one uh, being this forced is- to crawl down your skin and wear you as a puppet but uh titty cannon no no absolutely not no absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) um no this is a hundred percent like 2 a.m tsunami slot deal like right before inuyasha right after bleach yeah yeah (laughs) um those were the days um and then uh we get, like, not quite another anime reference. Not a JoJo's reference, let's say, but, like, a Full Metal Alchemist reference. I put it together. Mm-hmm. Bean Sprout is, like, the shrimpy of Japan. Mm-hmm. Like how, like how if, if you want to, like, make fun of someone because they're, like, a little small and weak, you call them shrimpy. Yeah. In, like, English. Bean Sprout is the equivalent <laughs> I was very proud of myself for putting that together. <laughs> I'm glad one um, of us is here doing the hard science, connecting the dots. I have connected them. Um, uh, Lavi's still got, Lavi's still got a big hammer. He's still got a big hammer. And we, we saw his like special ability, which is he can control the weather temporarily. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that uh, plot device. Yeah, <laughs> that like, convenient plot device that they didn't use to multi- their advantage much. Multiple other times in the story of just being yeah. like, oh, I know this is like the fourth snowstorm we've been in. Uh, you know I can control the weather, right? I'm just going to do that real quick. Listen, <laughs> no one said he was smart. <laughs> Yeah, he just remembered then too. Is he is he the librarian apprentice? Yes. Does it matter? No. That's why he's the um, apprentice. That's why he's the apprentice. He's got time to get smarter. <laughs> uh So they get the innocence and they end up cutting down the tree that it like has grown that has grown around it. This this fucking tree. Um, has a perfect like bowl cut. Yeah. Somebody somebody's had to have gone out. Like there's got to be like some kind of uh, maintenance person going out there. Like that is, mm-hmm. it's too good. Yeah. Um. They cut down this tree and the father's dreams. <laughs> <laughs> because Kanda, no bedside manner whatsoever, mm-hmm. uh, tells him that nothing is gonna bring his dead son back. There are no leaves of revival. I'm not giving you the innocence. You know... You stupid, stupid man. As much as I dislike Kanda in these two... He did spit on him. <laughs> That's our canon, but... Yeah. I choose to believe it's real. Um, as much as Kanda was a dick... Kanda was a dick these two episodes. I'll, I'll give him a bit of leeway with this father. 
Uh, uh, yeah. He did. They did constantly and repeatedly tell him that that's not what this is going to, you're not going to get your son back. Like the innocence doesn't work this way. Mm-hmm. It's just a myth. Like it's not, we, we know what this is. We're experts in the field of uh, telling people about how bad an idea it is to bring the dead back to life. Yeah. Um, Kanda like absolutely was a dick in these two episodes, but mm-hmm. in that moment, he needed to say it. like like someone needed to shatter that illusion for the father. Yeah. Also, you like know? the the dick like the biggest or the dickiest moment of these five episodes goes to the father for after they cut down the tree, like in the next episode when they're fighting the uh, Akuma, and the father like holds uh, Kanda in place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Kanda, and he's like, no, I need that fucking innocence. Like, you need to give it, he's like, okay, so, are you gonna fight the Akuma after Kanda yeah, dies? Yeah, like, my guess, dude. Because it wants it too, <laughs> and, like, if its titty cannons are powerful enough to, like, kill Alan with like a snow blanket, which is basically what it did. Well, it's powerful enough now. It absorbed the other two. Well, yeah, that's when it started, like, uh, lightly tucking Alan into bed under the snow. <laughs> lightly. Uh, but, yeah, like, you're, you're going to fight it? Old man with a shotgun? Yeah. I learned this from Dragon Ball. That's literally, like episode one or two of Dragon Ball Z. That dude's got a power level of, like, five. Get fucked. <laughs> he he does in Dragon Ball. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I didn't think Dragon Ball was that kind of anime. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What, who am I kidding? There's literally a plot point about how Goku has never kissed his wife. And yet they have two children. Listen, I don't need to know the specifics of how Goku does not fuck. No, Goku absolutely fucks. Again, two children. (laughs) For procreation only. 100%. But that's not D. Gray Man. No, not at all. Um... You know what is D. Gray, man? Episode 15. Where we get... the just, These fucking old people at this train station. This pissed me off more than Oh, episode anything. 16. Oh, is that 16? Yeah. What? Whatever. I, I want to rant about them now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please do. <laughs> this just irrationally pissed me off more than anything in these episodes. It's Alan apologizing to Lena Lee. Mm-hmm. In, in the like on the platform at this train station and literally everybody stops to like watch this apology like a, well, a fairly he, like, like bows from the hip he's like 90 degree angle like bowing in front of this girl okay i i would stop and watch too no i would like <laughs> i would like turn my head and be like huh as i went about my business he's not like groveling on his knees, sobbing into her pant leg. Like, 
it's not that big a scene for like to the point where Lee is saying like, come on, we're going to miss our train. And it's like, no, the fucking conductor probably got out to be like, she also what an apology drama's happening. Yeah. Eating popcorn on a bench, just like <laughs> watching. Yes. Um, she also drops their groceries on his head. Yeah, like that. Maybe I'd turn. Maybe I'd stop and watch for that. But like, maybe just try to snag like a loose grocery or something. Just one grape. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> a snack. Yeah. Easy to acquire and easy to eat. Um. <sighs> anyway, yeah. yeah, that was that was stupid. Um. And then we meet cars. Yeah, too. it's it's just. He's literally an ancient warrior. Mm-hmm. It's just cars with a sword and emotions. That's all it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, whose name, name is... His name is Vittorio. Yes. Um, that's a funny way to spe- spell cars, but, you know, I'll, I'll fuck with it. <laughs> I, c- I could totally um, see uh, a, car- a-, a Vittorio fitting in with the rest of the Pillar Men. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, he he is an ancient warrior, has not lost a battle in a thousand years. Yep. And is being kept alive by the innocents, which we later learn is in his sword, and because he wanted to uphold the princess's wishes. Well, he he wanted to uphold the princess's wishes. But only because he didn't think anyone was better for her than him. I mean, technically he's right. The f- The whole fight thing was to be like, you want to get married to me, you have to be my bodyguard. Like, to determine who is the strongest. And I think pretty confidently we can say he is the strongest. Yes. He didn't lose a fight for a thousand years. Yes. But only because the innocence, like, kept regenerating him. That's true. So, if, like, Kanda has apparently gone rogue. Mm-hmm. Um, with his finder, Pedro. <laughs> and is, is, like, fighting, has been fighting this dude for, like, three days when Lenali and Alan get there. Yes. Like, well, he, he, he fought for, he fought for, like, a day straight and then had to like retreat and slept for like two days straight because of his wounds. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and they had like agreed that like as a swordsman's duel, they weren't going to use the innocence like either of them Mm -hmm. until (laughs) Kanda wins. Yeah. (sighs) Don't. And then, um, Vittorio, like the innocence heals Vittorio and Kanda gets uh, stabbed in the gut. Good. (laughs) Take him down a peg. Also, well, yeah, like, can you imagine if he was the guy, like, well, I guess he is still ultimately the guy that beat uh, the warrior who did not lose in a thousand years. But, like, the fucking ego boost that that's going to give this already asshole. It is going to push people off the planet. That's how big his ego is. Yeah. Like, nobody else is going to be able to survive. It's going like to take up all the down, space. 
walking down the halls of the Black Order, pushing people into walls with the aura of his ego. <laughs> like Akuma, get out of the way. Kondo's going to become Akira. Oh my god, yeah. Um, Just... Uh, yeah, so he he's forced to, like, sit back and heal up again. Mm-hmm. And after... After Alan and Lenely like, figure out the whole situation of, like, the Viscount is marrying this, like, middle-class merchant's daughter and is like, oh, you should be, like, putting all of your money into looking for her, you know. This is just such, like, a D&D, like, session one D&D, like, opening episode of just, like, it's a town it of bounty is. hunters, like, that have all gathered to look for, like... That are, the, like, ready to shoot one another. Yeah, that are looking for, like, the daughter of a missing, uh, like, wealthy family. Yeah. Turns out she's, like, run away because this ghost has been appearing to her and being like, all right, you know, I killed another one. Yes, because um, he's, like, the Akuma are drawn to his innocence and he just keeps murdering them all. Then he keep he keeps winning because he's built different. Yeah, and then he goes and tells this random <laughs> woman, just like, I killed another one. Technically, the reincarnation of the princess. Is it actually her, her reincarnation, or does she just live in the same house? She it's the Viscount's like mansion, mm-hmm. but because she's going to be like married to him, they're like moving her in little by little, and she is staying there. Yeah. So he thinks that she is the princess because okay. like the the mansion is in the same location as the princess's castle yeah okay um um yeah <laughs> the there's a point where alan um talks to the viscount and this girl's father mm-hmm. and they just look at him like nearly through hands with a 15 year old <laughs> like they, they like he says something to them Oh, mm-hmm. he's like, no, I won't bring her back because she probably ran away. Yeah. Like, this was her choice. And they were like, um, sir? <laughs> yeah, they're literally talking about, like, they, they break into the mansion and they talk to the father. And he's, like, mm-hmm. spilling out the situation. And then the Viscount comes in after he said, like, I'll give 10% of our family's wealth to the person who brings back our daughter. He He comes back in. And he's just talking in front of these two supposed bounty hunters. They're just like, oh, you yeah, know, it's fine. We'll just we'll just kill the guy who uh, brings the daughter back. That way we don't have to give away any money. Yeah. Who are you, by like, the way? We'll, we'll kill the guy or we'll have, we're like, he will be killed because that's just what happens when people win the lottery. You know, like people will get jealous and they'll try and take his bounty. Yeah, it's fine. Like, he'll, he'll be dead. Don't worry about it. Who are you, by the yeah. way? Oh, your bounty hunters? Cool. <laughs> No, it's it's. They say that they're from the Black Order, oh, yeah, and the yeah. Viscount is like, "Oh, great! Then that means we can scrap the guy that like thinks he wins." Yeah. Um. <laughs> and uh, I wrote down. <laughs> this is like, uh, this is right after this scene before they go and like, uh, find Conda fighting with Vittorio. Mm-hmm. Alan Walker, woman respecter, divides the room with a sheet so Lenali can have privacy. <laughs> Um, good for Alan good for Alan I also I love the rotary phone backpacks that the finders have I know I noticed that too that's so cool I love <laughs> yeah. them yeah um, 
So episode episode seventeen, Kanda um is forced to think about other people and the consequences of his actions for like a half a second. Yeah. Progress. <laughs> Progress from literally zero. <sighs> we literally just get a retelling of uh Vittorio's origin story that we got mm-hmm. last episode. Yeah. Like, literally just a slightly abbreviated version of the story. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, That was mildly annoying. Um. It, uh. It wasn't that annoying to me, but, like. Like, it's like a, it's like a three out of ten. Okay. Okay. it, it, It was enough for me to go, like, really? We're doing this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Kanda like wants to get up and go fight with Alan and Lenali because they're they're planning on talking to Vittorio and Claudia separately. Mm-hmm. Kanda's like, I'm coming with you, and Alan uses his big hand to like push him back down. Yeah. He's like, No, you're gonna think of a plan. It's like you should have you should have used the big like parasite hand to do that earlier. Yeah, he did think of a plan too. His plan was, uh, fuck Alan. I'm gonna go anyway. Yeah. Um, and then he ends up uh, cutting off the arm of, like, that holds the sword. Yes. So it cuts off the innocence. Because, yeah, and... we know, we learn that it's the sword, I think we had already said, but the sword is the innocence yeah. holder. And it is not only, um, like, the innocence, but it is controlling Vittorio. So like he yeah. he is not the one seeking out the fights like he is being compelled to do this by the sword. Mm-hmm. So when and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it just like it shows that anyone can have like a wish mm-hmm. and like innocence can react to that if it's strong enough, but not everyone can be a host. Yes. Um. So that when Kanda finally cuts off Vittorio's arm. It, like, frees him from this. Mm-hmm. We see him age very rapidly. He um, looks good for a thousand years old. Yes. The, I mean, they probably cut away before we start getting into some uh, Indiana Jones territory. Nope. We watch him die. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking, like, the skin, like, decompose. Like, they don't get graphic about oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, again, uh, progress for Kanda. He still sucks, but like, yeah. even from two episodes before, he's improved. Yeah. And um, the Princess Claudia, um, Runs Vittorio away. ends up like helping her notice that like she has a choice in her own life. And she goes, um... Like, fucking backpacking across Europe. Yeah, she literally just, like, goes Living and packs her up terms. her stuff and runs away on her own. Love it. You go. Yeah. She did. You go, Glen Coco. She did. Um, Probably to quite a few places. And then, finally, episode 18. Oh. Lenalee's love. Oh, this episode was so good. Oh, my God. We open up. This episode, and Komui is just, like, skipping down the halls. 
what I, is he up to? I hope that's the norm. What it, What is he up to? <laughs> Literally, my first two notes in this episode are uh, the title leads me to believe that this might be a Kamui episode, so I'm excited. Second note, there he is! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And boy, howdy, is it a Kamui episode. Boy, howdy. Oh my god. Alright, so the whole situation is that Kamui thinks that Lenely and Russell are dating. Russell, who has a whole wife and kid that we have met. Yes. A whole family. He's not... No. <laughs> Um, and he literally only gets he, this he, idea because they are taking vacation, like their day off on the same day. And they're both going into town. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, the real situation is that Lenely is helping Russell pick out gifts for um, his son. Mm-hmm. And, and Russell is helping Lenely pick out gifts for Komui. Yes, but before that, we need 20 <sighs> minutes of... We need Just, 20 minutes of um, having Russell try on glasses <laughs> and ties. Like, just misinterpreting <laughs> what's, like, calmly misinterpreting what's going on. Uh, Lena Lee and Russell not being able to understand why the fuck every building they're in has its fucking wall blown open. <laughs> because Conway keeps trying to blow up Russell. And ends up blowing up this shitty level 2 Akuma instead. Who's also Who's also trying to kill Lenely? <laughs> um. It, oh God, it's just so. This Akuma is so funny. It's so. And he can't, every time he gets blown up, I thought he was like, "Boy, this town's like these poor billboards in this town." Until like the third time, when he was like, "Wait, no, that's the same billboard. It's the same billboard. The billboard is the MVP <laughs> of this episode." <sighs> oh my god um and they, finally we got a good looking dog in an anime yes it pees yes the akuma. yes after him. after the akuma gets hit in the fucking head with a like a pot from an old lady and trampled by children this akuma is like akuma are invulnerable to bullets Flower face? Uh, nope, not so much. Oh my god. Um, oh. And so, I guess, in order to spy on Lenely and Russell, Komui awakes Komarin 2. We, we need, we should have done like an entire podcast episode just about this episode. Because it... There's a lot to unpack. I fucking I fucking lost it a little bit when he was like sneaking up on Oh my god, in the robot! In <laughs> this giant fucking robot. He's literally like tearing out parts of the buildings as he's like crawling around on the side. Like nobody nobody in a half a mile radius could not know that he's there except for yeah. Needley and Russell. Yeah. He's literally, like, 20 feet behind them, max. Yes. Yeah. He has an octopus gun. Why does he hate octopuses so much? 
Well, like, does he hate the octopus? Is that what the gun does? Or does it just like put a very hard to take off octopus well, hat? Because that's not a real octopus, he, is it? He uses octopus as an insult. Oh, does he? Yeah, he calls he calls Russell an octopus and a cephalopod. <laughs> and a squid. What does he have against them? <laughs> what did they do to him? I don't know. Clearly, because that's... That, then that must make the fucking octopus gun just like a form of, like, insult, I guess, because that's what happens to Alan. Yeah, oh my god, and it takes him the entire episode to get it off. Only to reveal there's another octopus under the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, How do you even... Fucking... Such explosive shops today. <laughs> Is that a normal occurrence? <laughs> Boy, you know, when they advertise dynamite sales, I guess they aren't kidding. I wonder if the wall was weak. It's gone. It's vaporized. Um He literally he literally has a bomb to blow up the earth. It's called the end bomb. And this Akuma swallows it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe the Akuma is so weak on the outside because its insides are so strong. Oh my god, maybe. And after... So the, like, well, like, the reason the Kamui can't blow up Russell is because... Uh, everyone else comes with him. Yeah, well, everybody else is there to try and stop him. Isn't it Lavi that keeps, like, interrupting him and, like, fucking well, up his at plans? First, at first, it's Alan, and then he, he gets the octopus hat put on him. Yeah. He gets and hit then with Lavi the octopus shotgun. But then, starts putting out the bombs. Yeah. And then he takes out a blow dart. <laughs> with, like, a numbing agent. <laughs> and puts him to sleep. Which, also, we should mention that this fucking shitty Akuma's ability is to make, like, a perfect disguise, like, dis- perfectly disguise himself as a human. Yeah. So that's how he's been, like, walking around in between, like, everybody, because mm-hmm. nobody suspects that he's an Akuma. Yeah, he's, like, the the hat shop person, the glasses shop person, the tie shop person. Yeah, he tries, like... Stabbing her, poisoning her, like, all this stuff. Uh, It never works out just because... Eventually, it would have. Because, oh my god. Well, all of them would have worked out, but if it weren't for wild fucking, like, just happenstance. So, like, at the last one, he ends up tying Russell up and disguising himself as Russell. Yes. Oh my he God. gets he like gets up behind Lenely, trips and like falls on top of her. Komui opens the door and is like, "All right, that's it. I've seen it." <laughs> he literally summons. What's the fucking Power Rangers? Come in three. What's the Power Rangers robot though? Like the. I don't know. Uh, but like literally, it assembles into the pieces. Like, Komui. Common three is just this giant fucking mecca. Yep. Literally taller than all the buildings that he yep. uses to try and kill fake Russell. Yeah. 
Um, and the the person that does it in the end is Alan. Because the Akuma finally like drops its guard and tries to kill Lenely. Like, just, you know. <sighs> yeah, because they finally be like that's where we finally learned that Lena Lee was just with Russell to like trade gift ideas for the Yeah, day. they're like doing a favor for each other. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's at that point where the Akuma uh try like re- re- like undoes his disguise and tries to kill Lena Lee. Yeah. Oh. God. I will say I appreciate Komui's dedication to making sure that Lenely isn't taken advantage of by like people that she wants to date or like potentially would want to date. But like there's a line that he crossed. <laughs> there are sure. there are many lines that he crossed <laughs> and probably one of those is murder. He destroyed a lot of the town. He defeated France. He did. <laughs> France has been defeated. It's Splatoon 3, like the Eiffel Tower that is just in the square, I Which guess. Which then he literally... Like broken. He literally just leaves everyone to clean up after him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like a true supervisor. <laughs> I like that we ended on this little... This little, like, you know, little it, treat. Pure filler, but like such good filler. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic so much. We didn't even talk about uh, the fucking elixir that he gave to that weird uh, little ghost thing that he's got flying around and fucking roided it out. Macho oh 65. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally even wrote in my notes. I think we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> Common three. Gonna take out uh, Millennium Earl. Calling it now. That's how yeah. that's how this series ends. Yeah. Just nut Funny shot. enough, I do remember that part. Nutshot straight to the moon. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> but <laughs> So what did we think? <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> Uh, do you know if it's legal in this state that we live in, this undisclosed state that we live in, uh, if I am legally allowed to change my name to Skin? You probably could. Cool, cool. Like, just Skin, no last name? Why? Because it's a cool fucking name. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'll look into that. Okay. Just, yep. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. I'll let y'all know how it turns out next episode. (laughs) Oh, God, okay. (laughs) (sighs) Um, so for next episode, Mm -hmm. we are going to be doing six episodes. Okay. Um, 19 to 24. Okay, I had to, I had to count because because I'm dumb. I don't know how numbers work. I've already 
calculated how many we're watching per per podcast. No, I'm aware, but Don't in worry. my in my tiny brain, I go, oh, 24 minus 19. That's five episodes. Yeah. But no, that's not how that works. Yeah, because we haven't watched 19 yet. Yeah, so I have to count yeah. it out on my fingers like a child. Um, and this is an actual like story beat type thing. Um, it's not okay. filler. Okay. We don't we don't get another filler arc for a while. I don't think. Surprising, considering. Watch me like lie. Hold on. <laughs> Episodes 19 through 24. Comlin's uh, 4 through <laughs> four through 10. Yeah, it's in another couple of episodes that we get some filler. But oh my God. it'll be well-deserved. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, usual sign-off stuff. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter. Like, the show. Um, you can... At. Oh, at Is This a JoJo's Pod? There it um, is. It's also linked in the show notes. You can follow me. I'm linked down there as well. Um, if you enjoy our program, you're welcome to donate. Um, we have a link in the show description as well. And um, that's it. We'll be back in two episodes, in two weeks, with episode 36, right? Uh, yeah, that sounds like yeah. a number. Yep, that's the right one. Um, so yeah, episodes 19 to 24, do your homework. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Get back, Jojo!